Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in today to Pep Talk Time with me, Jess, as your host. Remember that my goal is to help remind and inspire you that no matter what season of life you are in, you are not alone. You got this. Hello, hello, everyone, and good evening. If you could literally see this view right now, I'm currently giving my husband the evil eye because I told him how sensitive this recording app is. And of course, he goes over and opens his water bottle and and whatnot. But with that being said, I am super excited. So many of you guys have been asking, Jess, are you going to be bringing a guest speaker on your podcast? And Obviously, there are so many people that I personally would love to connect with, but who better to possibly get on my podcast than my husband? I mean, for those of you that don't know, my husband and I have been together now going on nine years, but he's literally the calm to my storm. For any of our friends, you know that I'm the chatty Kathy, and he is like the cool, calm, collected one. Everyone always says, TJ doesn't say much. But when he says it, you're like, wow, like that was smart. And let's face it, I think we've gone through so many different seasons of life and he has helped enlighten so many different areas of my life. But I think the big thing that we both want to touch upon tonight is what life has looked like after baby Tom Tom, because I think both of us can probably agree. And this is something that we will definitely talk about tonight. But our relationship probably has been the hardest post baby. Um, We've always been the type of people that have always been on the same page. But I can definitely say that parenthood changes a lot of things. You know, after people get married, I feel like the biggest question is always, is life different after marriage? And I'm sure that we can both agree. You'll hear TJ's uh, opinion soon. But Honestly, life wasn't different after marriage. Life was different after Thomas. So tonight, that's what we want to kind of chat with you guys about and how we've really been able to tackle parenthood together and how we've kind of been able to overcome some of those struggles and what struggles we are going with are going through because let's face it, we're not perfect. So super excited to be bringing on my husband. babe we're literally sitting forehead to forehead right now recording this podcast because this app is so dang sensitive but so worth it for you guys though (laughs) um i thank you though so much because i know that this is totally out of your comfort zone but i just feel like we have a lot of friends uh that could really benefit i know anytime you and i you know when we've gone through different seasons of our life we've always reflected or we've always referred to other friends that have maybe walked in that path before to kind of help and guide us um and i mean let's face it over the last nine years you and i have gone through so many different peaks and valleys and there's just been so many up and downs um but i think parenthood i mean i'm sure you can agree has probably taken like the biggest whirlwind for us. I mean, right? Would you yeah, agree? I would. I would say so. <laughs> Thomas is definitely a, a little bit of a handful, but you know, it's it's a welcomed handful for sure. I mean, there's nothing like Jesse being a mommy, and I'm a daddy now, and absolutely love that little guy, and love everything that we encounter every day. Yeah, I mean, and I I will say one thing. I think sometimes people looking from the outside in, and I I mean, this even goes for us. We sometimes look at other couples or other marriages, and we think it's so peachy keen, and it's all perfect on the outside. And we 
you know, sometimes compare our journey to other people, whether it be friends that have a beautiful already done house and that's the type of house that we want or it's a marriage that we're striving for. I mean, I think that's just human nature. Um, But what we really want to share with you guys is let's face it, we are so far from perfect. Um, Like I said, we have our ups, we have our downs. We've definitely, I think, have been the type of relationship over the last going on nine years that have really always been on the same page. But I think we can both agree that over the last eight months or so that you know there have definitely been some areas where we could totally improve on where we've really had to sit back and look at our relationship and look at our marriage and see how it's changed since baby Tom Tom because life is so different being a parent you know and that's what we really want to share with you guys but we kind of want to just walk you guys like through our journey and just kind of how we met I mean I think I think both of our versions are a little different. Yeah. <laughs> he, he thinks I really wanted him, and I know he really wanted me. I did, but <laughs> come on. No, no, no. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we were college sweethearts. We were best friends at first. You know, one thing that is very unique about our relationship, and I think this is how we both kind of knew, like, we were the one, um, was the fact that, like, we never struggled to say I love you. Like, we said I love you when we were friends. So, as soon as we started dating, you know, we said I love you. Um, And it's just, it's one of those things where... that was a little weird, but (laughs) definitely could say it right away. I know there's a lot of guys out there that definitely struggle with saying I love you. And that was a little sexist. Maybe some females as well, but it's definitely a harder thing for a guy to say that I love you because that's a strong word to say to somebody that you haven't known for a long time or what's behind that I love you. So definitely. Yeah, but, you know, I think that's one thing that's so great about our relationship, you know, is that I will say to anyone that's listening, whether you're in a marriage, you're in a relationship, or you're dating with someone, the this foundation of it is honestly a really strong friendship. Because I think that if if you literally can call your spouse your best friend, you're you're going to be able to take on the world with each other. And that's why we are very grateful that, you know, we really started with such a solid foundation and we truly view each other as best friends, which make those times where we really bump heads just a little bit easier. <laughs> yeah, definitely a constant work in progress. But that's, that's for sure. So, I mean, obviously, we really want to touch on the fact that our relationship really has changed so much since Thomas. I mean... Drastically. Drastically. (laughs) Let me ask you, like, as my husband, I'm really curious to, like, hear your point of view because I actually don't think it's something that we've ever talked about. Like, how do you feel our relationship was prior to Thomas and now after having Thomas? I feel like we never took advantage of time for you and I. And the biggest thing that slips through our hands every day is just, you know, time with your spouse. And whether it, it sounds so stupid, but everybody, everybody talks about this hamster wheel. And you go to work at 8, you get out of 4 or 5, you know, whatever that looks like for you. And you just, everybody just gets so caught up in coming home and eating dinner and, you know, sitting on the couch and watching TV and, you know, not spending that like quality time that, you know, that I mean, quality time as, as in doing something not out of your comfort zone, but out of your hamster wheel. And it's so unbelievable to think now that we go outside of our realm, quote unquote, than we ever did before because now that we appreciate that 
that time because, you know, I don't have that time during the day with Thomas that Jess has. So I almost feel as though going to work every day, I need to make up for lost time. I love that. And I really feel as though I have that time as well with my wife now where I didn't have that before, where I would come home and I would take that for granted. I would take, you know, oh, let's sit on the couch and watch a movie or let's make dinner together. Those are great things, but those are things that come too easily. And again, what too easily becomes you get into that hamster wheel because it's just, you know, it's not effort based. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's not something that you're going to greatly appreciate. That's so good. And, and really when it comes down to it, when we had Thomas, we, we realized that, you know, Jess and I are on the sideline now. Mm, That's so good. He's like our little football. (laughs) He really? He's literally like our little football and like we are on the sidelines. And I actually think that that's so great and it's so true because I mean, even the other night you and I were sitting and we were talking about like, oh my God, like the life that we live, like we would go out to dinner and we wouldn't have to come back at a certain time. And if we wanted a couple of drinks, we could have a couple of drinks. Guys, we did like sushi three times a week (laughs) and the other, the other nights of the week, like we would go to other restaurants and we wouldn't spend the time at home or we wouldn't do anything different and we even, were foodies that was our thing yeah and even though when we were at home like I love how you touched upon like we didn't actually really enjoy each other's time and it's actually crazy because when you were just gone for those three weeks that was like the number one thing that I said to you was when you come home because you know we, we are kind of corn dogs in this aspect like I will definitely say we like to reflect on things and that's definitely one word of encouragement is that if you and your spouse aren't communicating and like reflecting on things that you want to improve on try at it like I know it sounds corny but I really think our relationship grows so much more now because we're willing to communicate and like like TJ said in a sense like get corny get outside of those things that maybe you know take a little little bit more effort rather than just watching a movie with each other I mean literally when we talked and we reflected about what we missed about each other when he was gone for those three weeks on a work trip the number one thing that I personally said was and I'm personally not a physical touch person at all like that's totally TJ's love language but I said that like I sit on the recliner and you sit on the couch and we watch a movie together. Like I don't take advantage of those moments to like hold your hand and touch you. And it's so crazy because prior to Thomas, those would have never been thoughts in our head, like ever, because once again, we were each other's football. Like we were each other's main thing. Whereas now we really are on like the sidelines. I think that everybody should get out their phones right now. I don't know whether you're listening to this on a computer or on your cell phone. Better off if you're on your cell phone. Go into your settings and look how much time you spend on just apps. Just on Facebook, Instagram, whatever your jam is, whatever you like to go on every night when you come home. Go on there. Look at that time. That's time that you could even be sending like a nice text message to your husband or your wife and just giving them that extra little bit of support. You know, your wife, your husband might have done the dishes last night. Say, "Hun, that was a really great that you did the dishes last night. You know, I, I might not seem like I always appreciate it, but thank you for doing that. 
It's so funny if you could literally see me. I'm like smiling at him because him just saying that is like super sexy. (laughs) Because I'm like, wow, this is my husband. Like he's got a lot of wisdom. And it's so true because like all of these things that he even just kind of touched upon, honestly, friends, were not things that we ever thought about prior to Thomas. Like I think we're both really grateful, obviously for our son, because he's like the best part of both of us. Like we say that all the time. Like he is literally the better parts of each of us in one little tiny human. It's absolutely amazing. And we love him so much. But if there's been one really amazing gift that post baby life has given us is the fact that like we need to actually open our eyes more to pick out those times that we do have like figure out the gaps that we do have that we can spend with each other because they're not often i mean the last time we went on a date was literally four months ago but Uh, easily we don't have to now go wine and dine in order to go on a date you know we can make memories very easily by just once again like right now we are reading a book together and that's awesome and we love to do things like that so that's definitely something that I think both of us can probably agree is that post baby we look at our relationship a lot different I would say it's it's not even like it's worlds apart difference it's what we do day in and day out not only for ourselves but when we come home, what we do for ourselves, mm-hmm. Amen. we Love put, that. yeah, we definitely put, you know, Thomas in front of ourselves and that's a, gr- Hey, that's great. You know, that's our son. That's, that's our baby. But at the same time, what makes this family strong is a strong wife and a strong husband and, you know, people who support each other. And that's so much easier, you know, said than done. That's why that's I'm really, yeah, that's why we're really diving into, you know, these books and reading together and doing these, you know, off, I guess you can call it off things or I don't know. How would yeah, you phrase like, that? Not like, it's like non-typical yeah, like things, <laughs> things, the, that, yeah, we things that we would never do. I would totally still be outside right now, like blowing leaves or like chopping wood or like something stupid. But it's these things that, you know, make us have a strong relationship because you know what, when Jess, you know, is home on the weekends, I'm at home on the weekend, there's things to do outside I want to be able to do them. I don't want my wife to resent me for being outside and not spending that family time and not understanding what the value of our time is worth. So if I can if I can get on the same page with my wife and have that and have that same focus on what we want, not only for our baby but in our relationship, I mean that's that's mm-hmm. it. Sold. Love that. Now, we've talked about life before Thomas and how we were able to really just live life on our terms. A little bit more of after Thomas. Yes, and more on after Thomas. But what I really want to touch upon and what I think is so important for any other relationship out there that's either prepping for a baby or they are new parents is there are new problems i guess you could say new problems new situations that you kind of discover between each other post baby and i think the biggest thing for us like what our biggest fight was is that we started to resent each other in a way because it started to become me versus you would you agree i totally agree with uh i definitely felt you know within the first month like that resentment of you know you get not a break, but you get to go to work. And I think that is so big for so many people 
for, you know, the mother going to work, the husband going to work, or I should say the daddy going to work, either end of that, it's really, 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 really hard for your spouse to to say that to you. Well, you get to go to work. And it's and it's not not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing that you're going to work. So get that, everybody get that out of your head right away because the absolute best, roughest, toughest job out there is either being a stay-at-home mom, a mom that puts your you know son or daughter in daycare, and the father, vice versa, same thing. If yeah. that's situationally what it is for you. But I, for sure, I could definitely say that we fought each other for a bit about this. Thomas is eight months now, and it, I could honestly say it probably took us four months to literally sit down with each other and to digest like what this was doing to us. I didn't like the fact that I would come home and be tired and, you know, my wife look at me and say, why are you tired right now? You have no idea what type of day I had. In my head, I would say, I feel the same way. And we got to the point where we weren't even talking each other, talking like we remotely even having any type of conversation about how our days were because we didn't even want to hear it out of each other's mouths. Because we were almost, what would you, yeah, would you say it in competition? Like, felt like, yeah, you and I nope. were in it. I'm like almost gonna get emotional. I know this is weird because we're like looking at each other, but it's really so true. Like, it, it's really sad because to have such a strong relationship for years and I feel like we were like on the same page for years, and then to go through like such a low point for you and I where it literally felt like my best friend had overnight become my competition. It was like, I looked at you and it sounds like disgusting to even say it. Like I hate to say it cause I love spending time with Thomas. And this is something that I personally worked really hard for is to be able to work from home. And this goes for any mom, whether you put your kid in daycare or you work part-time or you work full-time, but whatever the case might be, mom, it isn't easy. Um, and I literally used to look at you with like disgust and envy because I was jealous that you would go to work. And I remember you coming home and I would be like, well, you got to work all day. Like at least you got to converse with adults. Like I have a baby staring at me and he can't talk to me and he just wants things from me. And it's like a one way right. relationship. Whereas at least you're going to work and you're talking to adults. And even if you're physically working all day, I've been nursing all day. I'm trying to clean the house. I've been trying to do everything and still try to keep my head above water. I mean, we literally were fighting like cats and dogs. I mean, and this is the honest truth back and forth for so long. I mean, and you bring up a really good topic though, TJ is that we fought like this for months. I mean, this wasn't like a, Oh, we fought. And no, this wasn't like, a, it's definitely wasn't a two week thing for by sure. any means, by any means. And I think for us, like, I think we both kind of just came to a breaking point where it kind of came to the point where, like, we would go to bed and just be empty, it felt like. Like, there was just such an emptiness. and yeah, Like, we would instantly, like, we would both go on our phones. We wouldn't even talk to each other. We're laying next to each other in bed and we would go on our phones. We would go on our phones. We were right next to each other. Like, that's crazy. And TJ, I actually remember you saying it to me. It was like, you felt as though, like, I was going... 
on my phone and texting friends or burying myself in like work yeah, literally things. Literally, I felt like I was getting replaced by that. Like I was filling a void in a sense, like because I was resenting you. So I started putting my attention elsewhere when we really didn't even have much time to give each other in general. So I was just pouring that that time into other people. So I definitely like going forward with this topic. So I, I kind of gave you guys like a month like range kind of. It was like at that four months for us. Like that we realized that. Breakthrough. Like, yeah, we, we had like the breakthrough. So what happened after that four months, I actually, it's kind of like weird, but I went on like a kind of like a work trip. I went to Massachusetts uh, for three days. Um, my business sent me out there. And it was kind of like my first time, like as a dad, like being away and just like totally, it totally being on just now. Like I'm not going to be there in the morning. I'm not going to be there at night, you know, no breaks. And what was so weird to me is that we both had a better day through communicating through a call and a text and it was very weird to me that I felt like I was having a better day with my wife through a piece of technology. And I thought to myself, where, where am I missing out here? Where is this void? Where is this gap? Why do I feel better about it now than I'm when, when I'm right next to my wife and I'm right next to my son? Why do I feel like stronger about my relationship now? And it came down to the point for me, and this is, this is, Excluding Jess right now, this is just how I felt about it when I was there. It felt to the point where it were for me that it's that conversation that we were missing. Mm-hmm. That's all that, that that's all that was is talking, because all we were doing when we would go home is we I would replace anything to do with talking: the TV, the phone, the tablet. It sounds awful, but just playing with my son and not even saying anything to my wife, just going up in his bedroom mm-hmm. and just feel like I'm giving my wife time to be able to do something downstairs and give a minute to herself. But that wasn't good for us. We realized that we we're strongest when we do things together. Yeah, when we're as a team. And I read this thing and I wish I had the exact quote because I said this to you the other day and I wish I had it. I actually shared it on like my Instagram story, but I wish I shared it, uh, saved it because it said something along the lines of when you realize that it's not you, like it's not you and me versus the prop, like it's not me versus you and it's me and you versus the problem. Sorry, I messed that up for a second. It's you and me versus the problem versus you versus me. Like if if we started to go go into that direction in the beginning, we would have been that much more successful. But right off the beginning of parenthood, it automatically became a you versus me. And I think that pivotal moment for both of us was when we realized there is a problem here and it's just me and you versus the problem. That you and I are on the same page. And the book that we're actually reading, and I shared this um, book on my social media. It's something that both him and I are doing. He's got the men's version of the book, and I got the women's version of the book. My book is for women's only. His book is for men only. But it was talking about it last night and just saying, 
next time your spouse like does something that aggravates you remember if you actually go into that situation realizing that they're not intentionally doing something to aggravate you that they just don't see what you see you're going to feel a lot better about the outcome you're not going to be so angry at them and that's so true is because I feel like now over the last three four months you and I now go into situations when we're not happy with each other realizing that you probably just don't see what I see and same so if I'm having a really bad day with Thomas I agree with that. I can't just automatically expect you to just know that. You know, if I communicate it with you and realize totally that, agree with you on that your intentions aren't to hurt me um, and I just communicate with you better that we're going to be a lot more successful. I think it's uh, absolutely and seeing the value in what, you know, seeing the value in what each other are saying and ask questions. Like I never ask just any questions like, why do you think that? I would instantly react guys I would instantantly react she would say something I wouldn't ask questions and I would react yeah, to a situation that I knew nothing that I didn't even ask a question about and that's what and that for me that that was the, the that's what helped me the most and figure out my gaps yeah and I, I think that goes for both of us is there's so many different points and that's what we want to leave you guys with in just a second um, because this podcast I feel like has been filled with just so much fire and just like I think at the end of the day, it really just boils down to realizing that you and your spouse are actually on the same team. Like you're both trying to be good parents. Let's face it. I think you both want to be good parents and TJ brought up a great point. You know, obviously our world revolves around Thomas, but at the end of the day, our priority is also each other. I mean, we are each other because if our marriage isn't strong and we're not communicating properly, eventually Thomas is going to get old enough where he's going to start seeing that and he's just going to mimic that in his life. So we realize that, we need to be a team and it can't be so you versus me. Don't get me wrong. We're not perfect. We still butt heads. But when we don't react and when we start communicating and when we realize, hey, listen, my partner's just not seeing it the way that I see it, we become a lot more successful and that problem tends to not escalate as quickly as it did where it turned into nights of not talking and, and things like that. So we want to leave you guys though with three things because I think I wish – someone kind of told us and kind of gave us maybe a little bit more guidance like going into parenthood not about being parents but about being like a unit because I think it really would have helped us from not hitting so many speed bumps and even now hitting speed bumps but I think we've we've kind of mastered the three main things for us that we really try to focus on and I think we can both agree the first one is being on the same team definitely being on the same team a hundred 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 and ten percent guys it's so helpful to have each other's back and not feel like you're alone. Mm-hmm. So, so you important. need to remember right off the bat that you're on the same team. You're on the same, you're on the same playing field. You are not against your spouse. If you can constantly remember that, that at the end of the day, whether it has to do with parenthood, whether it has to do with your finances that you're struggling about or figuring out where your next big move is, whatever the case might be, you need to remember that you and your spouse are doing this thing together. You are not against each other. Remember you need to unite as one because that's just going to make your four walls that much stronger. No, no wall in your house is going to be strong if your marriage, the center of it, is not strong. So the second thing is, guys, remember why you fell in love. What was different about that person? What drove you to want to be with that person? Every second. 
Okay. Okay. Wait. Then the uh, I, I need you to. Why did Why did you fall in love with me? Now I'm curious. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Why did you fall in love with me? What? You sexy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Tell me something I don't know. No. 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 But seriously, why did you fall in love with me? Like, what's the one thing that reminds you? Like, I gotta make this work. <laughs> because I really think that you were so, you were just so you, and you were so not about any type of click or being with any type of crowd you were absolutely friends with everybody and you were just so you were so different you're so you're already your own person and it sounds weird to say now but you were so mature then that it felt like you know i was going after like an older person because they already knew (laughs) i basically i basically was like a mature cougar but not really because i am two years younger than you And just because you told me why you fell in love with me, I'll tell you why I love you so much. And why I know now I need to give you what I think was like you were like my safe haven, like right away. Like I just felt so safe with you. Like I've been in long term relationships like all before you, but you're always my safe place. Like anytime, like literally a couple weeks ago, I got stuck in the dang mud. And the first person I call, even though you're in Florida, you are literally like thousands of miles away from the house. And I call you because I'm stuck in the mud. Like you can't even help me. And I call you freaking out. Like you are my safe haven. Like that is why I love you. So people remember, why did you fall in love? The last but not least, but this is definitely like the most important is making not only just each other a priority and spending time like how we were talking about in the beginning a natural priority don't make it like you know a red light a yellow light and a green light you know what i mean don't don't separate it like that make it a natural thing make it a part of your life just that routine you know jump out of it if you are, I mean, we're both like just such creatures of habit and you know, it might feel kind of funny for you to be like, Hey babe, like let's read a book together or let's pick up, you know, pizzas and make pizzas at home together, like a homemade pizza or whatever. Like, yes, that stuff is sometimes really corny and it might be totally outside of your comfort zone, but I'm telling you right now, it's those little things that when you start it's doing that, those things though, we haven't done them for so long that like made me nervous at first. Yeah, it's, like, funny, like, to, like, read together. Like, last night we both opened our book together and we were, like, TV's off. Like, it's just us, the baby sleeping. But it's honestly, it's what makes you grow as a couple in those things. Like, tonight, TJ knew, like, we wanted to finish up our podcast. So he came home and he was just like, hey, like, we're going to eat dinner. Like, didn't even turn on a movie. We just went upstairs and we started finishing up our podcast. And I think that's just because... We're, we've been making each other such a natural priority that we don't have to think about it so much. But at one point we did. So we want to encourage you guys to make it a natural priority to think about each other. Guys, thank you so, so much for tuning in tonight. We are super excited. Hopefully this was able to help some parent out there. Literally, my husband right now is squeezing my butt cheeks. I guess this is what podcasts... Hell yeah. I guess this is what podcasts do. They, they bring spouses closer to They're telling you to do a podcast that works <laughs> oh my god lord help us but thank you guys so much we want to challenge all of you guys right now some of those questions that we were asking each other if you are currently going through parenthood or entering it whatever the case might be write down some of those questions and ask each other like hey listen how was our relationship prior to baby like what has changed after baby what are we struggling on what do we want to work on and ask questions that you want 
answers to. Don't be afraid to ask the awkward, weird questions that you feel like you shouldn't ask. Ask the ones that you feel like that you shouldn't because those are the ones that count. Those are the ones that are going to get you through a situation and make everything easier. Boom. So true. Marriage is not a game, guys. Relationships are not a game. We thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hopefully, this was able to help someone out there that's currently going through something. Because let's face it, parenthood ain't easy. Listen, it's not easy. It's a struggle. But nothing good ever happens overnight, guys. No, no, no one gets their education overnight. No one gets their career overnight. No one becomes a mom or a dad overnight. And no one gets married overnight. Or maybe some people do in Vegas. But yeah, maybe some people do. <laughs> but regardless, whatever the case good might be. Good for you guys. <laughs> whatever the case might be. Just know that you got this. You are not alone and you can do this. You got it. Have a good night, guys. Guys, thank you again. Please like, share, comment. We appreciate you tuning in tonight to Pep Talk Time with me, Jess, and my husband, Tom Garifano, as our guest speaker. Until next time, adios.